Hello everyone and welcome to the Link Podcast with me, your host Elle. If you are an English learner, why not study from this podcast episode or any past podcast episodes? I create a lesson with each one on Link. The course is called English Link Podcast 2.0. The link to today's lesson, so the lesson for this episode, is in the description. Link is a tool that allows you to study from content you're interested in, in your target language. So you can take anything you're interested in from the internet whether it be a podcast like this one, a YouTube video, maybe you're interested in studying your target language from music lyrics, whatever it is, you can create a lesson with it on Link. When you study from content that you find interesting, you're more likely to enjoy it and stick with it and actually learn the language, reach your goal. If you're not interested in creating your own lessons, we have tons and tons of lessons in dozens of languages already within the libraries on Link. So go in, take a look around, and there's bound to be something that you will enjoy. Today, I am joined by a wonderful guest, Cole, of the YouTube channel Cole Langs. Cole, how's it going? Hi, Elle. It's going great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here today. Excellent. Well, thank you for coming on. You're joining us from New York City today, right? Yes, Manhattan. Oh, wow. Fantastic. And how are things in NYC? Uh, extremely, extremely busy as usual. Uh, it's just normal city noises, but it, Excellent. everything's great. So, Cole, you run the channel Cole Langs, and I love your about uh, tab really you know to the point you say uh, i love languages and going on adventures wonderful um so tell us uh what kinds of videos do you create on cold langs sure so one of my greatest passions in life is language learning so i at the crux of the channel is just me sharing my experiences with others i, I love learning languages from all around the world i love using them to interact with people i love learning things about foreign cultures geography um Pretty much anything I can do to open my mind about the rest of the world, I, I I like to experiment and see what I can see what I can learn from other people. Great. And um, what then inspired, or do you remember when you first became passionate about uh, specifically languages and language learning? Oh yeah, of course. So I actually didn't. I'm, I'm 22 now, I'm, I'm about to turn 23, but I didn't get into languages until I was 17 or 18. Um, everyone at my high school had to learn either Spanish or French, and I chose Spanish simply because there were more speakers, but I, I didn't really care at the time. To me, it was just another subject. Um, and I went through about four years of that, and um, then I got an amazing opportunity to go to Spain with my high school Spanish class. And once I got there, like everything changed for me. It was the first time I'd been abroad, and after getting into a country where everybody speaks and interacts in a different language, it just, it was mind blowing to me just to see people conducting their lives. Like I conducted mine in the U S but in a different language, it just, it made it feel so much more real. Right. And it was just like this code that I really wanted to crack. Like I wanted to figure out what people talked about on a daily basis and how their culture was different than ours. So once I got back to the US, um, I started learning Spanish on my own, and then I decided I wanted to be an exchange student. So I went to Taiwan for a year, learned Mandarin Chinese. Um, there were a bunch of other exchange students there. My best friends in the world are from like, Mexico and Brazil and some other um, European countries. So I would just ask them 
to give me like a word in their language every day. Like, how do you say hello? And how do you say, how are you? And they tell me, and then by the end of the year, I was able to have simple conversations in a number of languages. So to me, it was just like a fun game of trying to f figure out what other people around the world liked and how they spoke with each other. I, I just, I, I love it so much. <laughs> Amazing. So that's so wonderful. You got to do that in high school was the, Spanish trip and then when you were an exchange student was that in a college or university was that also high school that you went over to Taiwan that was also high school so it was through wow. something called the Rotary Youth Exchange Program which oh, okay. I had never heard of before but um the, an announcement went on in my high school and said like hey you want to live in another country you know come check out Rotary so I went through that whole thing it's a really long process and I ended up getting um, arguably the hardest exchange location because of how different the culture and language Right. languages are but um i was i was open to the challenge and it was the best year of my life fantastic and so spanish and um mandarin and then have you uh, learned or studied any languages after that yeah yeah so uh ever since i was a kid pretty much i've wanted to be a diplomat so i've studied all the official language official languages of the united nations so English, Spanish, French, Russian, Chinese, and Arabic, although I'm still a beginner in Arabic. And then also um, Portuguese, German, Italian, Dutch, and uh, a little bit of a few others. So a few, okay. Yep. <laughs> wow. So what is the traje trajectory for a diplomat then? And are you still on track? Is that something you still want to be? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, well, my degree is in international relations. Okay. And and you pretty much have to get a master's degree to, to go into this field mm -hmm. because it's so competitive. Like most people know right. several foreign languages to a very high level. Um, and the first step of the process is, is you have to pass this really hard test called the Foreign Service Officers Test. And it, it tests you on a myriad of different subjects. Like the, the State Department, the governmental agency who conducts the test, they said that the best way to prepare for it is to simply be curious and to read and to have a habit of learning things because there is no like curriculum you can study it in order to pass your test. It's you're tested on such a broad array of topics that you have to accumulate all this knowledge over a period of many, many years. So I've actually taken the test twice and I failed it both times. So oh, dear. who knows? And, Maybe I'll get it next year. And it's on like, current events world history geography just a mix of anything anything i've, I've got oh, i've seen brutal. well actually I'm, I'm i'm not allowed to discuss like anything oh, in okay. any questions about the test but okay. uh yeah the topics range from like history and culture to geography economics mathematics statistics pretty much everything oh you learn in in school goodness. i had no idea wow that's tough okay you got it the next one you got it <laughs> <laughs> you're so <laughs> Is there an official or unofficial number of the languages, the official languages of the UN that they want you to know? Um, I think it's up to you. They definitely mm -hmm. prefer it if you can speak several languages. Mm -hmm. um, it just makes you more attractive and as a candidate. But um, as far as languages go, um, they do have a list of what they deem to be critical languages. I, I believe right now they're uh, Arabic, Korean, Russian... Uh, Pashto, Urdu, and um, blanking, um, Persian, Persian, Farsi, oh, language wow. spoken in Iran. Um, okay. 
but they of course they welcome anybody with language skills okay. and critical meaning they they have few people who speak these so they if you speak them they will you'd be more likely to get on exactly there's there's a really okay. large demand for ah, for people okay. who speak those languages and not enough supply not know that okay well best of luck with the whole diplomat thing back to <laughs> the channel though <laughs> so your channel is super fun um you do a lot of the uh kind of omegle omegle we talked about this before we started recording <laughs> seems like people pronounce it both ways i wanted to try and pronounce it right so i don't seem as old as i have but i'm gonna go with omegle um first off for our listeners who don't know who are as old as me or maybe older. Uh, what is Omegle and what do you do on Omegle? <laughs> yeah, so Omegle is basically a chat roulette site where you go on, you turn on your webcam and you get paired with a random stranger. And <laughs> the fun thing about it is pretty much anything can happen. And I mean, like, mm. literally anything. I, I try to use it to practice languages, but sometimes you, you meet some weird people, but you can also meet some really cool people and have really like deep conversations. Like I've, I've yeah. met, I've, I've made some genuine friends on there that I've, I've spoken to for like hours at a time. So it's a really fun site. Uh, if you know how to use it, you can add interest. And if someone also put in that interest, then the website will match you together. So I like to put like languages and travel and stuff like that. So, or geography maybe. And uh, I just go on there and try to practice some languages with people and see what happens. Yeah, and surprise a lot of people in the process, of course. That's gotta yeah. be so fun when you know it's coming, you know? Well, it's, you because, it's, with, it's, yeah. it's because I can't help myself. Like, <laughs> like the first question, is always like, where are you from? And if it's from a country that, that speaks a language that I know, I, I can't help myself. I have to say something in the language, even if I'm like really bad at it. Uh, it's, oh. it's, it's such a good way to break the ice and make a connection with someone, no matter what you're doing or where you are. Exactly. And as you say, even if you don't speak it well, that other person though surely appreciates you even saying anything. It's like a, it's just cool, right? Yeah. Someone's trying to connect with you if they're you know, trying to speak your a language you know or your mother tongue it's very cool yeah that's actually one of the things i i try to get across on my channel to people is that you don't need to be really good at a language in order to have an impact on someone else or even yourself like just knowing a few words or phrases can brighten up someone's day mm -hmm. especially if that person is really used to like speaking english or, or another language in their daily life and may not get to hear their native language a, a lot of the time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And do you have a favorite uh, interaction that you've had on, on Omegle? Oh god, they, there have been so many awesome, amazing people, but also um, some really weird people. So I'll, I'll, start, <laughs> I'll start with the latter. So the very first time, the only reason I started making Omegle videos was because I, someone left me a comment that said, hey, you should go on Omegle and practice languages. I'd never gone on Omegle before. And one of the first interactions I had was with this uh, Finnish guy who um, elected to re remain anonymous, who spoke over easily over a dozen languages. And we just had this really cool back and forth, like, oh, you speak that? Oh, you speak that? Yeah, yeah, I speak a little bit. And he even shocked me with uh, like some Taiwanese, which was really cool because I had just gotten back from Taiwan. So it was so cool to hear that language again. 
Um, so that was definitely one of the cooler ones. Uh, weird ones, I mean, take your pick, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. I'm sure we all can. Uh, yeah. Have <laughs> yeah. We, again, we talked about this before we came on. The, the old version of Omegle mm-hmm. is the chat roulette. And yes, I had some experiences with suddenly a naked person showing up when you <laughs> shuffle to the next. <laughs> or just people who were there to... Maybe not just have a nice conversation, you know? Yeah, Something yeah. Something else in mind. <laughs> Got a bit of an ulterior motive, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, but I, you meet a wide array of people. I, I had a guy um, serenade me with a guitar, like a, a jazz wow. guitarist. I've had people uh, try to play pranks on me, try to test me on geography, probably for like wow. a TikTok or a YouTube video. But you, you just get every single kind of person under the sun. It, right. You never know what you're going to get. I've the old those. Forrest Gump quote. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen those geography ones. Actually, now I come to think of it, like scrolling on something where they ask you like five countries that start with whatever. I don't mm-hmm. know, but hmm, seems like a very interesting place. Yes, you <laughs> um, could say that. <laughs> yeah, uh, back to the language learning. I didn't ask you when we talked about when you told us uh, the languages that you have learned that you know. Uh, what language learning learning methods uh, work for you? So I've gone back and forth um, with a lot of different methods. Personally, I like the whole input approach because I don't necessarily need to learn a language out of necessity. So if I were to, um, if I had to speak a language in very little time, then I'd focus on output, which is simply just speaking and writing. There's really no way around that. You just have to keep doing it until you get better at it. Getting a tutor, a native speaker tutor, helps a lot. Um, I, I always say that everything changes once you meet someone who speaks that language that uh, can be very patient and understanding of you. And, and of course, most people are, but if you have like a dedicated tutor, it helps so much. So um, what I usually do is I just try to get like a lot of the basic words, basic verbs like to live, um, to work, uh, to want, um, modal verbs. Um, common questions like where are you from uh, what's your name how do you say this in this language and then I just build off of that with uh, interacting with a lot of people by using apps pretty much anywhere I can I can get I, I can get uh, words and phrases I Excellent. there there really is no like golden method. I know everyone looks for that one like universal method that's going to make you fluent in a language in one week, but it, it really doesn't exist. You just have to find what works for you and whatever you enjoy the most will allow you to progress the fastest, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally, totally. What, um, what language or languages are you learning now? Or do you, are you one of those people who just kind of exists studying every single one or catching, you know? <laughs> doing something not every single one but you know some people do a little something in the morning in the afternoon in the evening these polyglots I, I, I wish i could i wish i could study every single one honestly let's yeah. see i was I'm, I'm learning a little bit of hindi today oh nice um but other than that i just i try to live my life in different languages like i have a lot of dead time everyone does where you're doing something where you could be doing something else at the same time. Like I like to go for walks. Sometimes I have to clean and cook and exercise. So when I do, when I do activities like that, I turn on a podcast or a song in another language. And that helps me to retain what I've learned or even to learn new words. If it's, if it's a podcast uh, built for learners. Mm -hmm. Um, But when I go out, when I go out of my way to deliberately sit down and do my input learning, I 
I usually only focus on one or two languages at a time and then review what I've learned so that it stays in, in my memory for longer. Um, but I don't really worry too much about maintaining my languages um, because I know that at any given time I can just kind of, uh, what's the word, like revitalize, right? Like yeah. remember what, what I've learned. Because mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. while, because uh, like recall is one thing, right? And storage is, is, is another. Once you have those words in your head, they're, they're there forever. Um, your recall might get a little rusty, but once you see them again in like a text or a song or any sort of medium, it'll, it'll come back to you and you'll be able to use it very easily right. once again. Right. And that's been the case with all of your languages. Is there, there, is there one or more that you find that's diff difficult? Um, I, I would say, I would say Chinese has been very difficult. That's why I elected to study it in a formal setting at university. Right. Because it, it's so much easier to have, uh, well, first of all, being able, be able to practice it several days a week so that you can really nail down those common words and phrases. Because most of uh, learning the language requires mastering the fundamentals. I think that's something that people neglect a lot. So to get to that intermediate or advanced level, you really have to nail down those, those fundamentals. And a lot of people don't like to go back and uh, review like I want to eat this and those common questions um, out of pride perhaps but I, I find that's where uh, the most of my progress comes from is going back to the fundamentals mm -hmm. excellent well Cole tell us about what's in store for Cole Langs and just you in general for the rest of the year and, uh, and moving forward Oh God, I actually have some really big plans I haven't talked about on the channel yet, but what, what the heck, let's do it. Okay. So exclusive. So, <laughs> yeah. So I, I have a goal. I have an ultimate YouTube goal I'd like to achieve. Um, I call it, well, I don't have, a, I don't have a name for it yet, but it's pretty much like my four or five year plan on YouTube is mm -hmm. I want to speak a hundred different languages with native speakers in person okay. and <laughs> <laughs> just learn enough of the language to connect with people. That's yeah. kind of the standard because that's that's why we learn languages, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's all about people at the end of the day. Wow. Do you have, do you know the hundred or are you just going to kind of choose as you go? Not yet. Um, yeah. After about uh, like number 50 or 60, the amount of resources there are mm. for other languages drops off significantly. So right. um, I'll, I'll have to kind of cross that bridge when I come to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But um I, I think it's definitely doable, yet uh, utterly ridiculous, or it sounds utterly ridiculous to the point where no. people want to uh, uh, tune in to kind of join me on my journey. So that's that's kind of the idea, is I, I want to explore as, as much of the world as I can and educate myself as much as possible about the human experience. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, it doesn't sound ridiculous. It sounds intriguing and, mm. yeah, like exciting, for sure. Thank you. you. I'm should, glad uh, you think so. When you get down the list, you should try Welsh. Oh yeah, that's already on the list. Oh, perfect. Okay, I always have to try and be an ambassador for Welsh. So, <laughs> wow. So, oh, so it's a four to five year plan, and the hundred languages, and in each one you want to be able to engage with a native speaker and just have a kind of, you know, a back and forth com a conversation. Yes, exactly. Um, enough to explore the culture wow. and to make a connection with someone who speaks right. that language. Fantastic! I love it. Wow. <laughs> This is, this is something to tune in for and subscribe to your channel for, everybody. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. 
Wow. Okay. So yeah. Well, I mean, for listeners who do subscribe, I guess you'll have a name for it once you talk about it on your channel. But um, yeah, best of luck with that. That sounds very, very cool. Exciting. Awesome. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, listen, Cole, thank you so, so much for joining us. And um, yeah, I wish you all the best with the, the uh, exam there. Um, the UN ambassador exam. I'm trying to think of what it's called. What is the name of that exam again? I'm I'm very fascinated by this. The fact that they don't really there's no curriculum. I want to check it out online mm -hmm. afterwards. It's What's it's called the the FSOT or the Foreign Service okay. Officers Test. Okay. Well, best of luck with your next attempt at this. To me, sounds brutal exam. <laughs> um, and best of luck with Cole Langs and this amazing. Uh, 100 languages challenge and again yeah thank you so much for coming on cole yeah of course it was my pleasure thank you so much for having me cheers bye-bye cheers bye-bye <laughs>